This podcast, along with other fine shows, is proud to be a part of the one and only Throwback Network. Please visit at throwbacknetwork.net. Also, this episode stars Mr. Doug McCoy, courtesy of McCoyCast.wordpress.com, and also starring Mr. Sean Johnson, courtesy of ThrowbackReviews.com. And now, enjoy the show! Hello, it's hot. I hope it doesn't bother you, but I have some fans on. And if you can hear them, sorry. I'm going to try not to let it disturb my journal. But Hello. My name once again is Zurbinator, and what you're about to hear is a collection of audio journals that I'm recording from 1980 to 1989. Today is July 15th, 1980, and I plan to tell you what has happened in the past month. I'll cover some news, some technology, music, movies, and a little bit of show-and-tell for you. We have a lot to discuss in 30 minutes or less, depending on the length of this cassette tape. I picked up some Max L30s, so better get going. Welcome to Zerbinator's 8289 Podcast. This is a recorded journal dedicated to the history of the 80s. All music used in the 8289 podcast was written and performed by Manolis and can be found at www.immanolis.com. Ladies and gentlemen, 8289. Please take your seats. Are you ready? We hope you enjoy the show. 8289. The show is about to begin. Are you really ready? Hello again. I'm so glad to see that these tapes I'm putting out in the stores and the libraries have already been taken. There, of course, is no charge for these cassette tapes. I have a part-time job at Tower Records, so I get a brick of 20 tapes for about half off with my discount. I also was able to hit Sam Goody's and get a couple of the buy one, get one free five packs. Be sure to thank Bill at Crazy Eddie's for also helping us promote these journals. He's been giving away tiny Rubik's Cube keychains with the tapes, and I really appreciate that. So what I'll be doing for this month is recording the information that has happened since June 15th until now, July 15th. And now we will talk about current events. A heat wave has been melting in the United States something awful. Tennessee hit 108 in the past couple of days and most of the country hasn't seen less than 90 degrees in the past month. Water has been rationed throughout Oklahoma and Texas, and this has definitely been one of the hottest summers I have ever seen on record. U.S. President Jimmy Carter signs Proclamation 4771 requiring 18 to 25-year-old males to register for a peacetime military draft in response to the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan. It's simple to call for a new arms race, but when armed aggression threatens world peace, those tough-sounding talk like that is not enough. A president must act responsibly. When Soviet troops invaded Afghanistan, we moved quickly to take action. I suspended some grain sales to the Soviet Union. I called for draft registration. 
We join wholeheartedly with the Congress. Earlier today, around 2 p.m., a derecho hit four counties in western Wisconsin, including the city of Eau Claire. So far, they estimate about $250 million in damages. On July 2nd, Grateful Dead's Bob Weir and Mickey Hart were arrested for um, inciting a riot, which is just strange to me because it's the Grateful Dead, and they're such happy-go-lucky people, but apparently they cause fights. In the beginning of July, President Jimmy Carter signed a bill authorizing the setting aside of space on the National Mall for a Vietnam veterans memorial. That's something I'm looking very forward to seeing. Also, July is a very important month for me because that's when my birthday is, July 12th. And on my birthday are the following celebrities that celebrate my birthday with me. I was born on the same day as Bill Cosby, Cheryl Ladd, Milton Berle, Richard Simmons, Charlie Murphy, brother to Eddie Murphy, and last but not least, George Washington Carver. And now we will talk about technology. This will be a short business about technology. But July 1st, I read that IBM representatives met for the first time with a gentleman by the name of Bill Gates to talk about an operating system for a new IBM personal computer. Bill Gates and his buddy Paul Allen are the founders of a company called Microsoft, which was started in Albuquerque, New Mexico, April 4th, 1975. Very interested to see what becomes of this because computers are just gonna change the world one day. So I cannot wait to see what becomes of this. You're looking at a small portable computer called the IBM 5100. It's helping a lot of different people do their work more productively. Managing real estate investments entails many difficult decisions. Do I pay it now or later? What about the landscaping? Can we afford it? What about taxes? There are many, many difficult decisions to make. It's really nice having a computer to help. It weighs about 50 pounds. You can plug it in anywhere. The 5100 can help handle some very complex information. Jet fuel is expensive. At Simmons Precision, we're developing a product that'll help the pilots save fuel. Flight test time is also expensive. But we do our flight tests right here in the lab on our 5100 and save time and money. Capacity? About the same as some large computers a few years ago. We're a mid-sized life insurance company. If we want to compete, and we do, we've got to be flexible. We've got to get answers fast. This little machine will help us do it. The 5100 is easy to learn and simple to use. The cost of the 5100 is reasonable. The IBM 5100. It's bringing the advantages of the computer to more and more people. IBM, helping put information to work for people. And now, we'll talk about music. Well, since this has been the hottest July on record that we've seen in a long time, there really hasn't been a lot of action in the music industry. But I do have some news to share with you of the month that has passed. So we start with, on June 25th, KISS played the first show with the new drummer, Eric Carr, formerly Paul Carvello, at the New York Palladium. Peter Chris left the band to pursue a solo career. Eric Carr's birthday is actually today, July 15th. He chose the mask of a hawk, but it's rumored that he might change it to a fox later this year. 
KISS fans will definitely understand what that business is all about. July marks the 25th anniversary of Bill Haley's Rock Around the Clock reaching number one on the American Singles Charts. Right now he's touring in South Africa. On July 19th, David Bowie appeared in a role of The Elephant Man in Denver, Colorado. And I didn't know that the man could act. He's really good. He should do some movie roles. And in about a week from now, about 10 days from now, ACDC will release the Back in Black album with their new singer, Brian Johnson. And that'll be on July 25th. And I've already heard a single from it. And he sounds like this. So I can't wait to hear the whole album. And now it's time for the U.S. Top 10 Singles for the week ending July 12th, 1980. Now, some of these songs are going to be the same as last month. So what I did was I used my double cassette player and I dubbed out copies of what I sang last week. It's got a little bit of a cold from all this heat and I'm not going to be able to sing too well. I'll give you an example with number 10. I'm going to sing Let Me Love You Tonight by the Pure Prairie League off of Casablanca Records. Number 10. Pure Prairie League. Casablanca Records, Let Me Love You Tonight. Number 10. Number 10. Let me love you tonight. There's a million stars in the sky. Can't do it. I will sing the... My cat Jerry said hi. Hold on one second. Number nine. Let's get serious. Jermaine Jackson. Motown Records. Number eight. Magic. Olivia Newton-John. MCA Records. Number seven. Funky Town. Funky Town. Limps Inc. All the way up from number one for last month. Casablanca Records. Number six. Why don't we steal away? Steal away. Robbie Dupree. And that's all the way down from number 10 from last month. Number 5. Cupid, I've Loved You for a Long Time. A medley by the Spinners, Atlantic Records. Number 4. Oh, Little Ginny. Little Ginny, Elton John, MCA Records. All the way down from number 8 from last month. Number 3. I'm The Rose, Bette Midler, Atlantic Records. Number two. Still rock and roll to me. It's still rock and roll to me. Billy Joel, Columbia Records. All the way down from number seven. Number one. Coming up. Coming up. Coming up live at Glasgow, Paul McCartney, and Wings, Columbia Records. Down from number two to number one. And now I'm going to give you my top five albums released in the past month. Number five. Huey Lewis in the News. Huey Lewis in the News. Songs like Hearts and Don't Make Me Do It. Number four. Live at Last, Black Sabbath. Songs like War Pigs and Paranoid. Number three. Xanadu Soundtrack. Olivia Newton-John with the Electric Light Orchestra. I am a huge Olivia Newton-John fan. She is gorgeous. She can sing. Songs like Magic and Suddenly. Number two. Freedom of Choice by Devo. Songs like Whip It, 
girls you want, Devo. Number one. Triumph, the Jacksons. Can you feel it? And this place, Hotel. And now, we will talk about movies. Although it took our theater a while to get this movie, I finally got to see Empire Strikes Back. This movie rocked. I do not want to give anything away, but George Lucas should make a run for president or something. I finally saw Empire on Tuesday, June 17th, and it was so packed that I could hardly find a seat. The movie itself came out on May 20th, but they had it in selected theaters only, so there was no way I could get a ticket. But I am looking forward to the next one. We're supposed to have three of them. So one more to go. On July 2nd, I saw a movie that was hilarious. It was directed by David Zucker, Jerry Zucker, and Jim Abrams. And it's a movie that takes place in a time that must not exist. And let me explain. There's a ex-fighter pilot who's afraid of flying. He's in love with this woman who is sort of like his military girlfriend from an unnamed war. They get back together again on this plane, which is traveling to Los Angeles. It's a big Boeing 707. I think it's flight number 209 from Los Angeles, I'm sorry, to Chicago. And he's hoping to win her back through the whole movie. And uh, I'm not going to tell you what happens. It's hilarious. It's called Airplane. What a better name for it. Uh, Leslie Nielsen is in it. Um, you'll see some other actors that, uh, a lot of cameos from other actors that are just wonderful. Um, stars Robert Hayes and Julie Haggerty. Those are the main actors in there. Lloyd Bridges is in it. Um, just wonderful film. I highly suggest it. On July 11th, I saw a movie with Chevy Chase and Benji and Goldie Hawn. Benji has been in quite a few movies. Uh, he was in 1974's Benji, of course, for the love of Benji in 1977. Benji's very own Christmas story in 1978. Two years later, he does another film, Oh Heavenly Dog. That's what I saw. Chevy Chase, Goldie Hawn, Jane Seymour, Omar Sharif. Chevy Chase plays a private investigator, and he's called on a job but gets killed after finding a dead woman. And in the afterlife, he comes back as a dog, Benji, and helps solve the case to earn his way into heaven. Simple idea, great movie. Highly suggest you go see it. And now we will have a little show and tell. Do you know what this is? It's about the size of a big dinner plate, and it tests your memory. And it actually came out about a couple years ago. Very hard to play this and talk to you at the same time. But finally, it went down in price this year, and it's fun with four people, but if you have less, it's more Hold on. But it's more fun if you have... Ah. Ah. But it's 
it's fun if you have less, but uh, it's harder to play. So, Simon, hold on. Uh, it's called Simon Fashioned After Simon Says, I guess. Um, and it's an electronic game of memory. It was invented by a gentleman by the name of Ralph H. Bear. Excuse me, still got that cold. Ralph H. Bear <clears throat> and Howard J. Morrison. And the software was programmed by a gentleman by the name of Lenny Cope. Um, of course, manufactured by Milton Bradley, the king of toys at the moment. And it was first launched in 1978 at Studio 54 in New York City. So it's, it's seen the bright lights of the big city life, and now it rests in my den. Okay, I can do this. Ah, well. And now it's time for the video game of the month. Now it's time for the Atari Game of the Month with my buddy Doug, who I will give a call in a little bit here. But I do want to tell you that Doug has been helping me quite a bit with a lot of other things besides gaming, and I just want to extend again a very, very firm thank you for making life easier than it normally is. Such a good friend. So without further incessant babbling on my part, I'm going to call my buddy Doug. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm just sitting here messing around playing a, a little uh, Atari VCS. What are you doing? I'm doing the same thing. I'm playing the Pele game. Remember that uh, came out this past week and I was excited, so I thought I'd give it a try. And I was wondering if you were going to come by later and check this out. Uh, well, you know, I picked up my own copy because I was uh, excited about it too. Yeah. And uh, I've been giving it a try. What do you think about it so far? Oh, it's, it's rough. It's... Uh, Wait a minute. It's 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 pretty good. The hardest part is trying to keep the the ball in my man's. Hold on, I'm about to score. Yes. Goal. <laughs> yeah, and, and after you score a goal, yeah, you get a little fireworks display. Yeah, it just did I, that. <laughs> it was pretty cool. They got the scoreboard up there. But it's, but yeah, I've never seen anything like that in an Atari game before. What well, did you think about uh, the uh, the the play field. What do you think about the setup? Well, it's pretty cool. The 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 options to change the goal sizes and everything like that kind of helps because I was really messing up when I started out. Yeah, I'm not very good at soccer, uh, and so I have to use the largest goal. You can also change the speed of the players. I have to make them the slowest possible. You can do that. You can have fast, medium, or slow. Right. I put them on slow, but. Uh, if I do that, I can score a goal every once in a while and, uh, and see the fireworks. What I really like, though, is that the screen moves. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it does. You're moving with the screen, Yeah, which I've is nice. Yeah, I've never seen that before. I mean, when we had basketball, you had a, a goal on each end of the screen, and the screen never moved. So this, this one, the screen goes 
Well, we're looking we're looking from the top, right? We're looking at the the top of the uh, the players, and there's three of them, which is not as many as as on a regular soccer team, I don't think. No. But, but mm-hmm. you've got three instead of just one, and we're looking at them from the top. And as they move, the screen moves up and down. What I what do you call that? Scrolling. I would guess it would be some kind of scrolling feature, just like you're you're scrolling on a um, a scroll. So I, I think scrolling might be a good term. But I think that would be uh, neat, actually. Vertical scroll parallax or something. That, that's probably what we got to call that if we ever see this in uh, any other uh, video games. But, yeah, I, you compare that to basketball where you only got two players, one on each side, and you only got two goals on each side. So I, I think it's uh, it's pretty cool. You can set it to where you can't go out of bounds. I like that, too, mm-hmm. because... Uh, I have a hard time keeping it in bounds, so I make it as easy uh, for me to play as possible, and I've been pretty impressed with it. I'm really, and I'm about to score again. I have a problem shaking, so I go out of bounds a lot, and then goal! There, now that's that's going to even it out because they got two goals on me when you were talking about it. But oh, well, I find you more interesting than the game, Doug. You know. And, well, I'm sorry to take you away from, from, uh, from no, Taylor. Hey, did you hear about there's this kid? I don't know if you've seen him as boy. His name is uh, Ferguson. They call him Ferg. Yeah, I Fergie. Him, you know, I know Ferguson's cool. Rap or something. Yeah. I like and it. He says he knows every Atari game there is. He says he's got a list, but he doesn't call them games. He calls them parts, and I can't figure that out. Huh. But he says this is not Pele soccer. I lost he it. Championship soccer. Huh. Have you ever heard anybody say that before? No, I've heard him say it, and and you know he knows he knows all of the games, and it, it makes me jealous. So I just I look at him and I nod. I go, yeah, because he's like an encyclopedia of the Atari games, and I'm just you know I'm I'm on cartridge number seven, so it's it's bad. <laughs> I think he's crazy. I like I think he, soccer. I've never heard of Pele before, but. He's has to be awesome. He has an Atari game. Yeah, I've seen him. I've seen him on uh, Wild World of Sports. Oh gosh, they got me again. Wild World of Sports on uh, um, CBS. I'm sorry, ABC. And uh, he's pretty good. He can kick a ball. I'm going to tell you that right now. He can really kick a ball. Listen, bud, I've got to get going. Uh, Wit is coming over. He wants to do some hitchhiking. I think is what he said, or something strange like that. It's okay. talking about HBO or I don't know, uh, but I gotta go uh, catch up with Lisa. Hopefully, I'll uh, see you again soon. All right, brother. Thank you so much. Wish me luck at this. I'm not doing too well, but I'll, I'll be I'll be over later and, and and hitchhike with you. Hey, real quick though, did you figure out which player is Pele? I'm thinking it's gonna have to be um, uh, one of these four. I can't figure him out. I'm guessing maybe he's the ref. <laughs> Maybe that's it. The so. other six players all look pretty much the same. They, they do. They really do. <laughs> all right, but I'll talk to you soon. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> it's time for Zerpinator's Future Predictions. Well, I'm happy to say that my buddy Sean came over for Future Predictions this week. Sean, thank you so much for coming by, man. Oh, yeah, no problem. I thought we were going to watch uh, a little Jaws. Yeah, that's well, I got Jaws on Laserdisc. Um just this past week and uh you've been talking about wanting to see it and uh you know how you and i love to discuss movies so that'd be great i finally um you said you went a couple weeks too but uh star star wars empire strikes back finally came out 
in the theaters. It took forever. It was only playing like in certain areas. But yeah. uh, you were talking about a future prediction having to do with Star Wars. Well, yeah, I was uh, looking at my brother's uh, issue of Bantha Tracks, and they were saying, and I don't know how true it is, but they claim that George Lucas already has backstories explaining how uh, you know Luke became or uh, Darth Vader became who he is and stuff like that. So I I have a feeling with the way these movies are doing so well that at some time in the future he's definitely going to make some sort of I don't know what would you call it um it's not a sequel like a prequel I guess you would say it is. Yeah. Kind of give the the backstory. So I, I I'd have to say that's probably what's going to happen. That would be awesome. I, I think I would really, really enjoy those. And I think that he'll do an awesome job with them. I think now it's it's an unrelated topic with the movies, but Jonathan Williams um, doing incredible music. Music is awesome. I mean, you get a lot of orchestration and a lot of music nowadays. But I've always felt, you know, one day in the future, and I think um, Jim Morrison for The Doors said it, John Lennon said it, eventually there's just going to be like one person doing all of the parts on stage with computers and synthesizers and other words that I'm having trouble pronouncing. And I think that, in my opinion, I predict in the future singers will not do as well because there's going to be so much pollution in the air that their vocal cords are just going to turn to sheer crap and they're just going to end up using pitch correctors for songs to fix it. What do you think? I think it's a scary thought. Um, I, I don't know if it's more scary about the pollution or just the, the way that music could go that way, where they have to use computers or something to make that, I guess. I, I don't know. It's yeah. My kind kid, of an odd What idea. would be funny is if it was first created by a rap artist. Yeah. That would be that hilarious. Is, that is the new thing now, huh? Yeah. Did you hear the Rapper's Delight song? That came out not too long ago. Yeah, I did. That was pretty, that was pretty cool. 70s. Hippity hop! I can't do it, but you know the hip to the hop with the thing and the stuff. So it was it was pretty neat. Yeah, well, you know, speaking of like computers or or not being able to have people singing all the time, I think cars are probably going to have to. I don't know. Maybe cars will start talking to you when you get in the cars. It'll tell what? you things. You know, I mean, uh, if you can't, if people can't sing because of the air pollution, maybe people can't talk to each other and tell you know tell their kid to put a seatbelt on. Maybe the car will end up telling us to do that, something like that. That would be awesome. And, oh man, do you think it's going to be just an American thing, or do you think they're going to do that in German too for the Volkswagens? Oh, definitely in the Volkswagens, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure that's... on on the level of pollution, you think with all the cars talking and all the people singing incorrectly you think there would also be some kind of noise pollution so i predict by 1990 we're gonna have something like everyone's wearing headphones like everybody's wearing headphones because this is getting too loud because right now you know the headphones are starting to take off in the walkmans that came out the sony's so you're saying that everyone's gonna be walking around with little those little orange things on their ears a little spongy orange things yeah i think so oh i think so I think we're all just going to, you know, it looks like everybody just has these foam ears. Well, it seems to be starting at my house because my brother has them on all the time when he's laying in bed, when he's eating his breakfast. He always has these little ear, uh, orange little spongy things on his ears all the time. My mom's always yelling at him to take them off. What, Ma? I can't hear. So, I yeah. don't know. That's, you're coming up with some scary <laughs> some kind of scary thoughts about the future. Yeah, it's, it's going to be rough. I believe, I, I think in the future they're going to have sensors that beat bad words. <laughs> that would be good now, too. 
They can't come too soon. Yeah. So you know, I, you know who's been coming out on TV a lot is the, uh, you know who the world's greatest athlete is. Oh, of course, it would have to be um, um, uh, uh, Bruce Jenner, right? Yeah, yeah. He he made all the he broke all the records in the '76 Montreal Olympics, yeah. and he's constantly on TV. I mean, I've seen him. He was on the Jim Neighbor show. Good Morning America, he's always on there. He was even on the 25th anniversary of uh, The Wonderful World of Disney. Um, and yeah. a show that I love watching, it's only on twice a year, but my brother and I try to catch it, is uh, that Battle of the Network Stars. You know, you get all the all the uh, TV shows. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he actually was on there with Howard Cosell and uh, was kind of like a guest host. So he's getting, for an athlete, I didn't think they would get this this crazy big he's on that cereal now the Wheaties box and yep he was on my Wheaties yesterday morning I had a box of that. a box a whole bowl a whole bowl yep. well you gotta eat your Wheaties but uh, he's getting pretty big so I, I have this feeling that I don't know maybe in the future maybe when he's a little older I bet you he has some kids that grow up to be pretty well known in the media like I don't know stars or they're gonna do something that everyone's gonna be talking about him Really, you think the kids will grow up and be like the coolest things in the world? And do you think they'll marry rich? Oh, well, they'll have to. I mean, yeah. he's he's a star himself, so they're going to want to be stars, I would think. Yeah. I think they'll get married in the West. And so, thank you so much for joining me for these predictions. I really appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to get that laser disc in. Yeah, let's get going on that, because uh, Quint is waiting for us. Have you been practicing your Quint? No, I haven't seen the movie yet. Well, then you'll know what I'm talking about when we watch it, because I, I have no clue what Quint is either, but we're going to enjoy it. I hope so. All I right. look forward to it. All right. Well, let's take a bite out of this movie, and thanks so much, man. Let's, let's enjoy it. All right. All right. Well, I thank those of you who have listened to this tape. Remember, you can find these recordings down at any drug fair, dart drug, people's drug, on Main Street, or at your local library. Also, my friend who's working over at Heckinger has started putting the tapes out for you. I truly hope this sheds a little light on life here in the 80s, and I'll continue with these journals month to month as time goes on, with all of the news and entertainment that I can find. And I look forward to talking to you guys again. I'll see you next month. I am so happy we were joined by my very good friends, Doug McCoy and Sean Johnson. Observinator's music and podcasts are under the Creative Commons license, which allows retelling and rebroadcasting as long as the author is notified and credited. For more great escape pods, please visit www.observinator.wordpress.com. If you would like to contact Zerbinatorland, you can send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com or give us a call at 571-408-ZERB or 9372.